This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero, Black Clover, Marshall, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen week to week. Back this week covering Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 26. I'm your host, Eagle. And I'm Nickums. And as always, before we get started, we'd like you to take a look in the description box down below where you can find links to all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online communities like Discord, links to listen to the podcast wherever you would normally listen to podcasts, as well as ways to support the show through looking at our online shop and our Patreon. And with all that said, oh, also timestamps down there. Sorry about that. Timestamps you can use to navigate through the video and skip spoilers if you need to. Now, with all that said, this is a fire-ass weekend jump. Yo. Oh, so good. This Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. Oh, my. Had me shook when I was reading it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, we might as well just get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Chapter 150 of Jujutsu Kaisen, Perfect Preparation Part 3. And oh, I love shit. this color embossed panel yeah. that we get. This is mm-hmm. the continuation from last chapter. Mm-hmm. My, let's get started with Ogi's fucking dome. Yes, <laughs> lopped off. And yo, look oh, at the yeah. guns on Maki. Like you can see, like her muscle definition. Like she's her looking so wall. Yeah. She's about to murder everyone. <laughs> For real, yeah. Those guns. Maki looks so hard body. And then we go right into this pretty ass cover spread too. The yeah, color yeah. cover. Yeah. Maki and Mai. Very uh, interesting color choice. Like kind of a muted, um, but still yeah. color. You know what I mean? Almost like. Post life are like angelic, like in a way, like yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I, I I took it as very like serene and peaceful. Yes. Yep. Whimsical mm-hmm. and like they, it's obviously not the life they live, right? So it's right. just I don't know. It's a nice juxtaposition to how things really are. Right. And one thing uh, I noticed in this in this color spread is that like they're holding hands, right? And Maki mm-hmm. is holding Mai's hand with her right hand, and that's the same hand she's holding the Mai sword with. Yo, yeah, the name. I feel like the name of the sword is gonna be my. Yeah, it basically has to be right. Like she actually yeah. talks to it, and says like my, like let's do this shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. it basically is. And someone pointed out to me when I was looking at this that Maki's ear is gone, which oh. I had not noticed before. Oh wow, I didn't even, I did not notice it either. That is wild. Yeah, I mean, if you get burned that badly, you ain't got no ear for sure, for sure. <laughs> She's like a turtle now. She just got the hole in the side. <laughs> oh <of her>. no, <laughs> turtle, so mean. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, oh. And we go right into this. They're ringing the alarm bell like, yo, Maki's going crazy. We got to go deal with this chick. Yeah. And I love that the dude is like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Ogi's dead. But, like, if he's sleeping or, like, on the shitter or something, like, sure, yeah, I guess Maki could, like, maybe kill him or whatever. Like, sneak up on him, you know? It's like, little do no, you know. Little, little do you do know, you guy. Know. For real, he was on guard. 
God. I feel like I feel like Janichi knew though, because he's like Ogi. Damn. Sure, sure. He kind of thought like maybe he's not the type to get caught off guard, right? So yeah. like he probably got washed. It's like, ooh, man. Yeah, man. Now he was like, she killed him? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Holy shit. Man. I thought it was interesting seeing this though. Um, I think we've we've known about them for a while, but this Kukuru unit. Um, does any males who don't possess cursed energy are like required to join? Yeah. Which is interesting. And then I thought it was even more hype that Maki being a female, yeah. just like so hard body and skilled that they're like, we gotta have her in the unit. Yep. Like, we gotta. Right. And oh, man. In- interesting, it's called like the Kukuru unit. It reminds me of in Hunter, right? The Kukuru Mountain, you know, where where oh, lives yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, su- super interesting. And I- and I feel like this, um, the Zenin males are like forced to join this group or whatever. I feel like that plays into the fact that the Zenin clan is very much like um, authoritarian, right? Like the- everyone's yeah. kind of forced to help the family. If you if you didn't want to, too fucking bad. Like you're in the army or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's you're like, in the motherfucking unit. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah, that is crazy. And, and, and then uh, we got the whole, we got the Kill Bill scene. We got the scene with Kill everyone Bill's around. <laughs> That's what everyone was saying in the chat, in the stream. They're like, yo, I'm not, all I can hear right now is the Kill Bill siren just Fucking crazy, bro. Right. And this, Going into this scene, like we get another cool, like inner monologue mm-hmm. with Maki in here, like remembering some dialogue between her and 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 Naoya, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. different shit, different memories, and then the quote just destroy everything. Yes. And this eye, mm-hmm. like when I was reading it, I was like, "Yo, this eye mm-hmm. tells me that the next page is going to be insane." <laughs> yeah, like and it was activate. Yeah. And like the choreography through this scene, you can was... you can literally follow every single panel, every single thing. You can you can follow it. It, it is definitely like fast, super fast paced, right? Like it, it yeah. definitely is um is uh, not easy, like completely easy to follow it. But you, if you look closely, if you like really look at the panels, yeah. like you can definitely follow every single sword slash places where she like drops the sword or switches hands. You know what I mean? And oh man, beautiful. Yeah. So hype. For real. Like oh, in this man. uh top of page 12 i'm pretty sure on the previous page she like sticks i don't know yeah in the middle of page 12 she sticks her swords in one dude's head and one dude's back and i think she just leaves it in yeah because she yeah she just has one sword right my sword right and like the um in that page 12 that that middle panel or whatever that's a dude so if you look at the top of 12 the guy behind her, there's that like clomp, right? Clomp. Yeah. That dude is stepping up and he's got a knife in his right hand. He's slashing with the knife in the middle panel and she like ducks under it. You can see her leg under the knife in that middle panel. Meanwhile, she like literally like kicks this dude's neck broken. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Just fucking cracked his shit. Yo. Shit. We and got I like the noticed... Toji stab on the top of 13, like the multiple stab. Do, do, do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like when, um, Choso was uh, fighting Yuji or whatever, right? Like the multi- I just love that, love that multiple stab. Like, kuh, kuh, kuh. Well, that's interesting that you bring that up too, because that's like the same place that he stabbed Gojo, mm. like right in the right in the thigh pelvic area. You know, that's a major artery. Just... That's like that's like one of the easiest places to bleed out if you're um, cut yeah. there. I think. And then she just rips it out of his like pelvis, like <laughs> oh my god! If I saw that happen, but... I'd be like, all right, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. 
or even this like at the top of at the bottom of page 11 like when she stabs the dude in his face and then yeah. uses the fucking torch Jets. from the blade yeah. to oh, just tear it up out of his dome like that shit is crazy uh, <laughs> wild the funniest oh. thing to me though is this dude that got his hands chopped off <laughs> on the first page of the first one like, oh no <laughs> yo call oh, me man. chisaki this, oh man and it's so good how this dude comes in like <laughs> oh how'd it go and they're just all slaughtered yeah it's fucking done for mm-hmm. super interesting this um cho chojuro we i don't think we've ever seen a technique like this you know what i mean like this kind of rock rock yeah, arms like earth bending type yeah shit. yeah 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 earth bending or whatever very interesting um super badass i mean i mean shoot I don't know like it is it is wild like dude even comments right like how did maki get hit with that and just nothing yeah no damage yeah. you know what i mean like so chojiro is the the older dude yeah he's like a mohawk, mohawk. looks like kind of like a fish to me <laughs> i wish we would have gotten a little more exposition on their abilities because like this is a really interesting one right and now he's like dead obviously got his throat torn out or mm -hmm. whatever the hell happened so right it's just, yeah it's unfortunate man uh, i mean yeah I, I i kind of agree with you I, I it'd be nice to get like maybe one panel of exposition kind of explaining the technique um just so we know more about the magic system you know what i mean um i think i think we can assume that this is not i mean obviously this dude is a zenin clan member right but i would say this is not a quote-unquote zenin clan technique right it's nothing to do with shadows yeah. it's nothing to do with shikigami yeah. or anything like that yeah. so but if you imagine like you can you can marry outside the clan, you know what I mean? So like this could be this dude, his parents were like one Zenin and one person not Zenin clan, and that's how he inherited that technique was from outside the clan, which is probably why it's like a rock technique or whatever, completely unrelated yeah. to, to the normal Zenin uh type techniques or whatever. But on the other hand, like as much as I would like, you know, a little exposition about these guys' techniques, I mean, they're all dead now. So I mean yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> never now, gonna see yeah, them again anyway. <laughs> I mean, really, the main exposition would be on this eye ability. I want to know what the hell this thing was doing. Yo, yes. Especially since the art in the middle of the chapter, like, changed really drastically. It's just so, um, I think Gege spent so much time on the double spread, like, the color spreads, and also the huge action throughout the entire chapter yeah. that he just didn't have time, you know, to, to yeah. finish. And this this is the kind of thing you see a lot in Black Clover, right? Or you saw a lot in Hunter, hunter hunter back in the day and it, and it gets cleaned up before the volume is released um mm -hmm. so we we won't see this in the actual in the actual release but it's it's kind of cool to see like um the the rough draft you know what i mean like yeah getting into the sketchy art style before it gets like cleaned up pretty cool yeah but yeah maki like literally like dropping the sword right so she's like slashing at this dude on 17 and then she drops the sword and literally rips both these dudes' throats out with two hands, like, oh my god. This fucking, oh man. They're like, oh, she's fast. <laughs> oh, oh. But this dude's eye ability is still just really haunting me. Like, I want to know what it is. It's so cool. It's so I cool. I want to know. Like, does that hold her still? Yeah, I think so. And she's so strong. So that that just, it like yeah. broke the quote unquote you know psychic ability or whatever this is right like he's he's using like obviously it's a curse technique it's not like psychic shit but like he's basically using his mind to 
lock her down and and she yeah. and it's obviously based on the eyes right there's these eyes behind her on on 18 um and she's like pushing into the eyes on 20 and breaking it's like, them yeah are, is she literally are those eyes there that she can see can she see those floating eyes is she physically touching those eyes or is it symbolic in the sense that she's kind of flexing pushing to move and it's just cracking the ability breaking the ability aka but then it goes directly to his eyes and now his eyes are like exploding because leading yeah, yeah. whoo and i love this um this line from this dude right on 20 where ranta ranta is this guy's name um yep. the current zenin clan exists because of master toji's whim yeah. You must have noticed, like, she has become the same as him. We have to kill her right here, right now. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that is so badass because Toji is obviously such a phenomenal, like, badass character. And it's like, I love yeah. just him saying, like, flat out, like, if he wanted it to be, like, we would all have been wiped out. So the only reason we didn't get wiped out is because he didn't care to do so. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, and now that Maki does want to do so. Oh, you got to well, also you in stop a way, her. because, like, that, that does make sense what you said. And also, like, there's a second meaning to it, I think, because... He did make an agreement with uh yes with, with the gojo yeah and now Obito or whatever magumi up and shit mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh and now magumi's the head of the clan so in a way you know that is also like the current head of the uh, clan. Uh, oh. whim like this dude's controlling our shit past the grave yeah i love that that's a that's a great point great point but yeah then we get Janichi's ability which is just like fists falling from the sky fists. like meteor yeah, like, fists yo that's so bad. bad. I thought it was just like a an illustration technique to like show how fast he was punching, mm -hmm. and like with kind of like killing intent. But like it it shook me when it was really big ass fist coming down with like rocket propulsion behind him. Like, right. And if you look on twenty two, look on twenty two, like there's craters all yeah. over, huge craters. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's that is pretty interesting. I, I and again, like it would be so nice to have had a little bit of exposition about what the heck is that technique doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, like, super badass. Just meteor fist, like you said, yeah. like is that is that the technique? Right. I feel like it wouldn't have been very off base for Gage to just put like a little like a a box up in the top oh, left corner of this like a name twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Which mm -hmm. with a little bit of exposition on the ability, like this ability does this type shit. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know too much because obviously on the next page, this dude's fucking head is in her hand. Ooh. But. <laughs> I spent a good bit just like laughing at this shit because I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. what the hell? Like, this dude's face looks so funny, and just the <laughs> fact that his head is in her hand is just oh, Jinichi, like, oh. his head like yeah, <laughs> dead as well. Like, comes out of the smoke holding his head like that. Ugh, Maki is so badass, bro. And I love that Ranta. He's like obviously blind now, right? She she broke his technique, and therefore his eyes like ruptured, like literally ruptured. And he can't see, and he just assumes after that huge attack from Jinichi that the one person walking out of the smoke must have been Jinichi, right? But and, he, yeah. and he's like, "Yes, you did it." <laughs> and then it's not, it's not, it's Maki. And I, oh, she just like, I love the sploosh, just the yep. just throws it into the lake or whatever. Oh. His head into the pond, yeah. yeah. And so, well, she left this dude alive. Then it looks like it. I mean, right? I think he's out. I think he's out. She, he, he has, he has no way to do anything to her so i mean no yeah so yeah she's just like you, you ain't shit to me mm -hmm. now yeah <laughs> i yeah. don't know why now is here i mean or what he's planning to do i think he's planning to try and stop maki 
right right but like after seeing all that like what the fuck Mm -hmm. i think he he thinks he's hot shit you know what i mean i'm I'm sure he thinks like and everyone did right like chojiro's like oh i'll just use my big ass earth bending rock hands and and kill you and ranta's like oh i'm just gonna lock you down with my eyeball technique and jinichi's like i'm just gonna use my meteor fist and but everyone's been wrong so far and i'm pretty sure naoya is gonna get his ass handed to him and i'm so here for it because this dude is a little shit yeah I'm ready for Naya to get taken out, man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just love not Maki's final line of the chapter. He says, "Don't how cruel! Don't you have a human heart?" And she says, "No, it was taken from me." Yeah, ah, so good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like that not only like is in reference to her childhood and the way they kind of did her, mm-hmm. but also like the fact that Ogi just killed my yes, and like, like yep, he took my heart. Yep. You know? That was no, like her no. her grounding in in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like her goal was to re um, rework, change the Zenin clan to be a place where Mai could be happy. You know what I mean. And her her whole obviously they're twins. You know what I mean. Like and yeah, like I th- I think Mai dying definitely is is taking her heart away. You know what I mean. And now and all, all she is is like Toji. All she is is a is a rage machine that all only wants to obliterate the setting clan she has no more heart you know what i mean like that's not what she's here for anymore man Whew. and just that that hollow look in her eyes yeah at the end just or in her eye yeah at the end. <laughs> so like man maki is permanently blind in, in one eye yeah i suppose so yeah all right i don't know that's disappointing to me but even though she does look badass this car looks cool but like i was hoping she would get her eye back Sure. It was like a little something. She had to keep it closed for a while, let it heal. Right. And it, yeah, and it could still be that way, but I think we can probably safely assume that she is permanently blind in that eye. Um, I do wonder, like, I don't fully remember back to, like, the Toji stuff way, way back, you know what I mean? But, like, can she sense, like, Chi, or can she sense cursed energy now, like, with even without her eyes, even even if she were blind? Like, is that part of the heavenly restriction? I I feel like I kind of remember that Toji... Even though he had no cursed energy, he could still sense it somehow. Um, I feel like he could, he could, literally using his five primal senses is how he did it. Like he sure. could smell them, right? Type shit. Like, exactly. So I, I, I wonder, like, even if she was blind in both eyes, I feel like she would still have washed all these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god, man! Mm-hmm. Oh, I had such a good time reading this chapter. I was mm-hmm. just like. Oh, what the fuck, y'all! Every time I turn the page, I'm just like, "What the fuck is yeah. going on?" Like, especially through the middle portion, the choreography, yes. the fighting part, and then yep. just like, and then the 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 went part where the hay came too. Yeah, man, just so good seeing, and I just love. I don't know. I really like Toji as a character. Yes. So I I really love seeing Maki this way, man. Absolutely. I've always wanted it for her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read this chapter like three times over, and every single time I was still on the edge of my seat, like going, like, oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck, bro? For me, chapter of the week. I mean, we're gonna get into the I other chapters, but this has to be the chapter of the week for me because this this so chapter too, was yeah. front to back, straight fire. Ooh. So gratifying to mm-hmm. see Maki just shit on all these people. Like, fuck yeah. I wonder, do you so do you think um what's your prediction for the next chapter? I mean, assuming and obviously anything could happen, right? We could switch scenes to over to, you know, Yuji for all we know, you know what I mean? But uh, but assuming we continue this perfect preparation, maybe get perfect preparation part four, say, sticking with Maki, um, and let's just assume that 
we're going to have a fight with Naoya. Do you think she's going to just low diff him, like wash him really quick in like two panels, two pages or whatever? Or do you think we're actually going to get a, a big fight against Naoya? What do, you, what do you think? If I were to be honest, I think Naoya might try and negotiate his way out of this. Oh, slimy. Maybe okay. Okay. Bargain with Maki, you know, yeah. like, because I can't, I just don't see. Like, you just saw all the most powerful people in your clan get washed, and she yeah. doesn't even have a scratch on her. Like, how could you honestly step up to this, like, let's go. I got you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. And he seems like the type of person who would be like, yo, like, Dormammu, I'm here to bargain. What's up? Like, <laughs> Will she take it, though? I don't, I don't, I don't think she's going to take it, though, even if he wants true. to. True. True. So, I mean, that's, that's tough, because her, her whole objective is just like, fuck all, y'all. I'm destroying it. Yeah. But what if he's like, yo, I'll uh, I'll just bounce and you'll never see me again type shit. And he might be able to. His his ability might let him super speed, like, um, you know, now Beto kind of teleport away um, faster than Maki can run. But what if what if he tries that, like runs away and she literally runs after him just with running and just it's catches just like up to a, him? I can see a panel where he's like, like blitzes out of there. And then we're getting panels of him, like thinking to himself. And then all of a sudden it's just like her, like right next to him. Like, yeah in front of him speed him, like <laughs> but yeah i mean it's it's either to me it's either gonna be a low diff on now yeah or like he'll say some words that mm -hmm. like intrigue her or mm -hmm. something and right. so maybe we'll leave off on maki saying like i'll hear you out and then switch to a different perspective for oh, a different sure, character sure. or something sure yeah but i don't like that part of me doesn't like that because i want now you to die for sure. I, I definitely think Naya's going to get uh, his head removed from his body. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, a, a death chapter for Naya. But uh, however it happens, I mean, if it's a, a low diff, that's going to be hype. If it's a big yeah. fight, that'll probably be hype too. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I really doubt, even if it's a big fight, I really doubt Maki's going to take any damage. You know what I mean? Like, she's already very damaged. I think she's gotten enough damage for, like, you know, 50 chapters or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, um, so. Yeah. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be entertaining. It looks like she doesn't have a scratch on her from this fight. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think she, she took a single hit. I don't know if she healed. Like her gut wound healed. Obviously, that's true. I, I think that might have been part of my maybe part of the my thing. Yeah, yeah. but you 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 do raise a good point. Like she definitely had her guts ripped open. Big a nice yeah. big slash there, and it's like how did they that? They were spilling out in that panel where Ogi mm -hmm. was dragging them. Mm -hmm. They were spilling out. Right. So maybe like the true heavenly restrictions like gives her some like superhuman healing capabilities, but at the same time, like yo, when you're garroted, <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know if it works like that. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm just so ready to see more from Maki. Yes, so ready to see more hard body Maki shit. Yeah, yep. she's definitely immensely jumped up in my in my like. Uh character ranking you know what i mean because yeah. just being like the the next coming of toji so hype you know what i mean Ooh. yeah and shit her hair looks like him too man <laughs> you got the short hair from getting burned and shit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. joe i want her to fight jogo now just come on back jogo <laughs> jogo's dead obviously, right 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 but if it was happened again i think she would she pretty would... easily take him you know what i mean what yo I mean, you saw how Toji did fucking <laughs> doggone. <laughs> doggone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Washed his ass. Mm -hmm. Shit. Shit. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to think of more because I know I know uh, 
Noxie usually goes crazy in these segments. I, th I mean, this but... was a this was a pretty action heavy chapter. I mean, um, a lot a lot of it's just really intense choreography, and and I think I would I would more invite people to just um, if you enjoyed the chapter, if if you want to like see some beautiful examples of Gege Akutami choreography, just go back and read reread like ten through fifteen or whatever, ten through thirteen, and just really really analyze it because it's it's all there. You know what I mean? Like. It's uh, pretty fantastic, but but I don't really have much more to to say about this chapter. I mean, it's obviously fantastic. We're loving it, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're you're right. It's pretty action heavy. Not much exposition. Not mm -hmm. a lot to discuss. It's mm -hmm. Just hype about really. Yeah. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and move right into chapter one hundred and ninety eight of Doctor Stone, whole new world, a whole new world. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah pretty cool chapter i mean like touching on a lot of stuff you know what i mean like um the whole should we revive stanley should we even revive revive zeno you know what i mean and 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 this whole kind of getting into, into a lot of the motivations of why man or whatever like very very interesting stuff but yeah like uh even starting off with like chrome being like really yeah. bumming about kaseki you know what i mean which i love you know because there's only like yeah. 17 16 of them right now right they're yeah. a tight-knit group i mean this old dude is like part of the family so it makes total sense yeah. for chrome to really be bumming and about he's, it he's the only one with his level of craftsmanship in the group like kaseki yep. without kaseki like there's probably many times where they would have you know fallen flat i mean obviously senku would have probably figured it out but mm -hmm. you know even even in the initial like kaseki had to teach senku a lot of stuff about the glass blowing and shit and, right or even just show him how it was supposed to be done maybe not so much teach him but mm-hmm he would just be like, oh, like, oh. Kaseki is such a gangster. I'd love, I've loved Kaseki since the beginning. Right. For Especially sure. The first time you see him bust out of his clothes, all buff yeah. and shit. And he's like, oh, let's go. But, um, yeah, we're just kind of like the first few pages is really just kind of rehashing this last moment from the last chapter. Right. And, uh, Chrome's like, oh, that's dope. Kaseki doesn't have to die. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, this Y man, you know, he might not be all that bad. Right. But uh, I don't know if I'm buying that. I, I actually I actually have a kind of interesting theory about Y man here. Right. Because like um, as we go forward in, in the chapter, they kind of Senku mentions that uh, to, to Zeno. Right. That like. Y man isn't saying, you know, 128,000 miles one second anymore. Right. He, he's He's done saying that, which which means. All he really wants to do is freeze humans. And once they're frozen, like, he's got better shit to do or something, you know what I mean? Or he can just mm -hmm. turn the recording off. So, like, my kind of theory about this, and and because also Chrome did did start this concept of is Y-Man even a villain, right? So then I was thinking, what if Y-Man is a good guy, right? Say, maybe using um, bad means, right? Obviously, freezing everyone in the whole world is kind of extreme bad means or whatever. But... Yep. What if he's, especially because now we know that the Medusa maybe can heal people, even maybe keep people alive indefinitely, but then they mention in the chapter that if you do that, it might go very poorly, right? Everyone's going to get really old. There's going to be like one tyrant running everything. So what if Y-Man is literally trying to keep everyone frozen, to keep them alive until he can figure out how to keep everyone young too, 
and like Whoa. not just immortal but like immortal and you don't need to eat or something right so he's like he's trying to like perfect immortality but in the meantime he can't have people messing things up he can't have people blowing up the planet he can't have people aging and dying they need to be frozen until he's done right and then the other thing i was thinking in that regard is imagine why man and how crazy he might be applying the the dr stone in the sense of your your senku right say say with suika right she took it took her a year to make nitric acid um mm -hmm. for the revival fluid what if you were a scientist who could literally turn things to stone and obviously he knows how to unturn things into stone you set up an experiment this experiment's going to take me a week all right i'm going to go in this chamber time a uh, revival fluid to go in a week freeze myself one week passes the revival fluid unfreezes me experiment's done i literally just did a one week experiment in a blink of an eye right yeah he can just freeze himself until he until the experiment's ready to continue thereby he can almost do science if you if you take away the fact that time is passing i mean who cares if time is passing right like he's immortal kind of he keeps putting himself to stone undoing himself you know what i mean so he can basically do any amount of experiments that take any amount of time instantaneously. Yeah. He can he can control time essentially just by going only forward. You know what I mean? So yeah. like there's a huge potential, I think, for Y Man to actually be uh even more advanced than we even think. You know what I mean? And maybe even a yeah. good guy. That is definitely interesting as hell. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like this chapter is like setting up a lot of these things, you know what I mean? Where Chrome, say on, on page three, right? Chrome is suggesting maybe Y-Man's not even bad. I mean, like, the, the, the like Dr. Stone... well dude at this point. Right, right. Y-Man is fucking future Senku, man. I mean, that'd be wild. It, like, time-traveled, old-as-fuck future Senku, like, trying to figure out how to keep everyone alive or some shit. I don't know. Right. That would definitely be getting us into super science fiction, right? Like, yeah. where... Obviously, this is science fiction, right? There's no such thing as a thing that just turns everyone in the whole world to stone. But right. if you set that aside, you know, you can make revival fluid. You can, you can, you know, make fuel out of corn and you can build rubber, make tires and shit. Like, this is all just science, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. if you get into time travel, that's definitely get into the fiction aspect, which would be tight. Right. Definitely be tight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's stayed more rooted than that up until this point. So maybe it won't go that direction, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, and I know you guys kind of said that it, I can't remember what you guys said last week about how the transmission sounded like Senku's voice that one time. I think it always has. It always why man sounds like Senku. Yeah. And so I'm like, that just always lingers in the back of my head. Like, why the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, I'm so ready for this moon shit. Like, as weird as it is, you know. And as out of place as it seems somehow, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so ready to go to the moon, man. Like, I just want to <laughs> learn about this Y-Man shit. Like, I want to know who this motherfucker is. Right. Yeah, I, I wonder That's how fast that. it's going to happen, too. Because, like, I think before we, we got kind of that map where it's like, all right, we're going to go to America and get corn for fuel and shit. And then we're going to go to Brazil and we're going to get all these super alloys. And I feel like there were other places on the planet that were like, we're going to go here for this and there for that. You know what I mean? And are we still going to go there or now have we just started? Nope. We're going to go straight to the moon kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah. Skip some steps in terms of, is this going to be a 500 chapter manga or a 300 chapter manga? You know what I mean? Or 250. Yeah. Very interesting. 
Ah, uh, I just like okay. So when they were reviving Zeno, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I don't know if this is a good idea. Right. I don't think Zeno makes. I don't think he knows how to make the the revival fluid yet. Still, does he? I don't. He didn't for a while, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's written down on a piece of paper. I mean, and I feel like Zeno could figure it out. I mean, it's not rocket science, right? They're they're going to do rocket science now. But but that that's that's just chemistry. So I feel like he could figure it out if anyone could. So I don't know. Like it, it it is definitely. I think everyone assumes that he could betray them and revive Stanley if he wanted to. Yeah. But the um. I think part of what this chapter is kind of saying, say on go to page five, right? Where yep. Senku is literally reviving him and like, they're like talking to him in the moment, like, Hey, uh, is this a good idea? Right. And Senku says on the top left panel of five, he says, I don't know, guys, it ain't so much about muscles and weapons anymore, because if you can revive Hyoga from the dead, right? Who cares if Stanley is a gun, right? We'll just freeze right. him, freeze whoever he tries to kill and, and revive him again. Like they'll be fine. So muscle doesn't even matter anymore. Guns don't even matter anymore, theoretically. Um, yeah. There's still implications that they get into later, right? Where it's like, if you tell people that immortality is a thing, then they might start wilding, you know what I mean? Like, Then they're going crazy. Yeah. Right, right. So you, can't, you gotta keep it a secret a little bit. But Zeno knows, you know, he's, he's looking ahead on the chessboard, you know what I mean? Like, if, if I do revive Stanley, what's it really gonna buy me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just we'll wondering, like, Zeno has to be aware on an even higher level mm-hmm. than Senku while he's frozen because he comes right out of the fucking stone. Right. Like, the light of immortality, how truly elegant, violating the natural order with nefarious signs, but they didn't say any of that shit explicitly after he got unpetrified. Right. And so, like, he can hear him. I don't know, man. E- either what? the dialogue was off screen or you're right. He, 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 it's one of those two, right? It has to be that the that they told him off panel. We just we just didn't see the dialogue happen. Or yeah. he has more awareness than everyone else when he's frozen. I think that's definitely a possibility given this chapter. Yeah. I would like to think I it's the, la- the, the, the former, the off, that they the did have an off screen conversation. But who knows, yeah. right? Oh, imagine an unending world. Well, yeah, Sukasa. Mm-hmm. Keep it Sukasa real. Sukasa really laid it out, man. He kept he kept it real. Like he always has been that guy, right? From chapter one or whatever, whatever chapter he was introduced, right? Like he's always been that guy who's like, I don't know, man. People are shitty, you know. Honestly, yeah, people you know, are fucking shitty. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, when it, reading his dialogue and like seeing all these statues of these old people, like it really was pretty haunting. Like oh. Mm-hmm. Fuck, he's right. Damn. Yeah. Especially, have you um have you seen Gurren Lagann? It's uh one of those old trigger animes, like super extreme, you know, wild action and stuff like that. You should definitely yeah. watch it because it's it's really good. Um, it's only twenty four episodes or whatever, twenty six, twenty four, yeah. something like that. Anyway, like the beginning, the very very beginning. It's not a big spoiler or anything, right? And I'm sure everyone I'm listening has heard it. But if you don't, if you've not heard it, I don't know, skip ten seconds or something. But that's literally like one of the scenes is like there's this town where there's only so many resources and there's a dude who runs it. And it's like, he's picking who dies. You know what I mean? Because like, there's only so many resources on in the village or on this, in this case in on the planet. Right. So uh, that can definitely happen. Like this dystopia, this is definitely something that you got to be watching out for when you have this immortality shit for sure. Yeah. 
Oh, tyrant plays God and chooses who must be purged via eternal petrification. That shit. Yeah. I was like, damn. Right. Fuck. Even, obviously this is not going to happen, but even, I mean, maybe this will be like a, a debate within the, the characters, but like Senku, if he were bad, right, he could maybe say to Kaseki, like, yo, Kaseki, you have to stay frozen. We need you, but not right now, right? We'll revive yeah. you when we need you to um, build, build something, something, right? Yeah. Until then, you're old. We're going to keep you frozen until later, right? He, a, a bad guy could do that. And maybe Zeno will try and argue doing that to some people to conserve food or something. A, a lot of these questions are kind of like, I mean, there's no need to conserve food. They're in the Amazon. There's fruit everywhere. You know what I mean? There are animals everywhere. Right. There's tons of nature. So there's no need for food or water there with only 17 people right but uh yeah. these are the exact kind of questions that lead to this like dystopia that that uh Tsukasa is talking about for sure yeah oh and zeno mm -hmm. just like man you knew all this shit could happen and you loop me in all the same knowing how <laughs> fucked up i am what the fuck are you talking about but uh so he gives him the earpiece. Mm -hmm. Is that just to show him that the, the signal's dead? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought that might have been like a, a leash in some way. No, no, nope. But... He's just literally saying like, look, like why man is no longer trying to freeze us. I think the implication being he thinks everyone is frozen yeah. right now. Um, if he thought that they weren't frozen, he'd still be trying to freeze them. But since he's pretty confident that everyone just got frozen on the whole planet... And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I can turn off my recording or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. You know, that's, my, that's kind of what, where, how I'm reading it. That's wild. Mm-hmm. This kind of this panel on, on 10, right? Like, um, why man is hell-bent on petrifying everyone as long as humans are alive on Earth. So Ooh. if he's not trying to do it, it means he thinks everyone is petrified on Earth. Yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. On page uh, 11, bottom panel, you can see that they actually have all of Stanley's soldiers, uh, all of Zeno's soldiers frozen. It's not just Stanley that they have. You see yep. that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I first noticed it because on page 14, skipping ahead a little bit, right? Like, they're, they're kind of really focusing on Stanley. But on 14, in kind of this, like... There, there's like one dude like standing like next to Stanley and I was like, who the hell is that guy? And then I had to go back. It's like, oh, okay, okay. That's just another one of the soldiers or whatever. I love that page 14 though. That double spread on 14 and 15 Yo. where you see that he lit the cigarette and yep. put it in his mouth. That, yep. I love moments like that of camaraderie yep. and shit. Mm -hmm. man. And Zeno throwing yeah. on the, the jacket. Zeno joins the squad. Dun, dun. Yeah. Zeno, I'm hyped for Zeno. Yeah. I like Zeno. I've always liked Zeno a lot. Just his character, even though he is kind of a bastard. Right, I've right. I've always liked this character and just the dynamic that he brings. And mm -hmm. when he gets all goofy like Senku, they start doing signs and shit. <laughs> that shit is mad funny. I, I, do, I did think it was super funny on 16, right, where they first start doing science together again or whatever, right? Like, they're literally writing shit down and they're looking at the page like, oh, holy shit! Like... Like right. what, what? What are they surprised about exactly? Like, oh my God, you forgot to right. carry the two. Ah. Hell yeah, pretty funny. It took, it's taken ten years, thirty seven hundred years, and I also felt the the panel of Zeno thinking back to uh, 
Senku as a child when he was mentoring him, kind of. Yeah. And uh, he's like, man, I always should have been on this kid's side. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this was my people, man. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, it, that definitely could be. And, and we'll see how much they bond um, as they start working together. You know what I mean? Because obviously, so far, mm -hmm. it's been a very adversarial relationship. Um, yeah. Zeno trying to basically to like make them captured and killed by Stanley. So like it'll be interesting if they like eventually warm up to each other or whatever for sure. Yeah, I mean I think Zeno has a soft spot for sure for Senku. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, if he has a, a soft spot for Stanley, I think he he can have a soft spot for anyone. You know what I mean? He's he's not a heartless monster for sure. I just think back to the uh, the panel that we got. It was a lot of chapters ago but when zeno was having his flashback to when he when he met senku the one time in real life mm -hmm. senku's like looking at the rocket and he doesn't even say anything he just walks up on side of him and they just stand together yeah you get that like double page spread of them both just like admiring the rocket and shit mm -hmm. and i was like oh man i just remember that panel bringing a tear to my eye and mm -hmm. i'm like now this is really satisfying for me seeing them actually work together yeah Absolutely. And uh, they basically told him, like, yeah, you're going to work with us and we'll eventually unpetrify your mans. And we just we won't kill him for mm -hmm. fucking murder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Attempted murder. We won't put him in jail. All right. We'll just let him go. Right. But you got to work for us. You got to make us a mm -hmm. rocket. You know what I mean? Great. Great trade for sure. Yeah. This last double spread of like the diagram of of the yep. like, building a rocket this is like so wild and complex like there's there's arrows leading into things that lead back into like for example there's an arrow from from uh fucking let's see oil to computer and then there's an arrow from computer to engine there's an arrow from you know what i mean like it's back and forth everywhere you know what i mean yeah engine goes to liquid oxygen producer goes to aluminum goes back to engine it's as if like they're going to make a baby engine, like a like a basic engine, and that will help them make a liquid oxygen producer, which will help them make aluminum. And using aluminum, maybe they'll make a new version of the engine that's like lighter and, and more sturdy or something, right? So it's like feeding back on itself um, yeah. over and over again. And like this, I love this, like, le like you see like a level one rocket engine, and then it's like, all right, now we got to level that shit up to level 99, like the highest possible, because this is like, even today... 2021 you know what i mean there's still a lot of uh people trying to do a space program and a lot of people can't do it you know what i mean this is the one of the yeah. hardest scientific problems mankind has ever faced and yeah. so it, it makes sense that this is level 99 science shit you know what i mean yeah level 99 science shit <laughs> i didn't even notice that at first that all these arrows are going crazy because yeah like oil goes to computer liquid oxygen producer aluminum and high power dynamite yeah high power dynamo yeah dynamo yeah mm -hmm. yeah not dynamite um yeah it's just wild now realizing just all the all the ways these arrows go yeah it's crazy mm -hmm. that's i've always loved these diagrams from dr stone man these are these are so just fun to look at mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. better for understanding the scientific process i remember early in the manga when they would just like just throw a wall of text at you like whoa yeah yeah this definitely helps you see um, the pieces fitting together. And it's exactly why Suika, you know, eventually did draw herself a diagram. It really helps just to, like, lay everything out. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we'll need a computer. 
even even the first uh, moon mission, um, that that spaceship had a computer in it. You know what I mean? A super basic computer because that was a long time ago. You know, the early the early sixties or whatever. As big as the fucking spaceship. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how big it is. It, it would have to have been small. You know what I mean? Because any weight you add to a spaceship makes it way yeah. more difficult to launch it. You know what I mean? You need more fuel, and all the fuel you have also weighs it down. Um, so it's it's a super super complicated process. You know what I mean? obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm i'm very excited to see where where we're gonna go mm-hmm. and just if they do successfully build a rocket and if we do get to the moon i'm gonna be so happy oh you know uh, oh i guess you don't know we're gonna get there it is it is uh very wild to imagine a bunch of people a bunch of just bros on the surface of the earth just like let's let's, let's just make a spaceship let's just go up there you know what i mean let's go talk to y man himself no big deal but senku and and zeno you know i'm saying they're a little more than just bros they're like (laughs) master scientists yes the highest order so Mm -hmm. it's definitely possible but it is hard to imagine like stone age motherfuckers just like yep let's build a rocket and up to the moon like okay mm-hmm. and we'll all the there. technology that needs to go into even like you have to build spacesuits. yep you have to build yep. like compressed oxygen tanks that'll keep you alive in space like you have to have these pressurized seal suits that you got oh it's just so much yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be a trip for sure it almost makes me think they'll hit they'll hit come a roadblock Sure. Or maybe get, you know, forced into another course of action. Like, I wonder if any of these things, because I know, like you said, they needed to go around to some different places to get different resources to, like, accomplish what they wanted to. Right. And so now I'm wondering if some of these might be inaccessible where they are. They might have to travel to a different place or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it would not uh, surprise me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would think maybe the, especially with some of these like alloys, like the super alloys, like these different kinds of metals, th- that usually tends to be a pretty regional thing, right? Where you can find certain metals and mm-hmm. but yeah. they currently are where they thought the super alloys would be. Like the oh, um, yeah, super the, alloy city. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's where they're at now. So yeah. Hopefully um they, they'll have all all the alloys they need. But I don't I don't know if there's other stuff in other areas of the country that that uh, they don't currently have, you know what I mean? So that's definitely definitely possible for sure. Well, yeah, that's all. That's all I have for this chapter. What I'll add for Dr. Stone. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and move right into chapter sixty-four of Marshall, Dope, Lance, and how babies are made. I don't think we actually this learned how babies are made, but uh, no, maybe how some babies are made. Yeah, maybe how babies are made in this instance. All I right. want to know. Like, it was curious how Margaret wasn't involved in any of this sequence except for, like, the first panel when she's casting a spell. Right. I also wonder, she's like, just... how is she casting magic? I thought her wand was broken by MASH, yeah. like, two chapters ago, three chapters ago. Um, I think maybe, it, like, it was that one spell, right? She was like, you to cancel this spell, you have to break my wand. That could be. That could be, for sure. Um, I think she can cast more like rudimentary spells probably still, but mm-hmm. nothing too crazy. Could be, could be. I definitely, yeah, that, is, that definitely that uh, made me do a double take. It's like, what? I thought, I thought you were knocked out for the count. Oh, here. We're out of here. Right. Yeah. 
Generally, I kind of thought this chapter, I mean, it was funny, but I kind of feel like the chapter is mostly just like filler in a way, you know? Yeah, like it's not a lot really. Like, I mean, it's a, I don't know, this this baby ability is interesting, but like, mm -hmm. I think you're right. Like this person kind of got dealt with in pretty quick fashion. Mm -hmm. Like by the end of the chapter, they're not babies anymore. Right. Like, it seems like this person is out of there. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have this person introduce this. Uh, yeah, sitter baby. Um, <laughs> they introduce the six criminal canes mm -hmm. um kind of a juxtaposition as opposed to the um the uh divine visionaries they're they're all canes right there's like the sand cane and the fire yep. cane and all this yeah. stuff so the criminal canes that's cool i mean good to have like some exposition on that there's another group or at least under innocent zero um of just naming naming the group or whatever naming this this other t tier of, of villains but yeah, besides that, I mean, yeah, baby time. I don't know. Dot goo goo gaga. Trying to use yeah. magic, can't do it. Cool that Lance did. still even uh, could like still use his magic, especially when when the ba sitter baby was like, "Oh yeah, you only have one tenth of your magic now because you're a baby." And it's like, all right, well, I'll just I'll just make he my just thing ten times concentrated. One, yeah, he just concentrated that one tenth of of his shit and boom, on a mm -hmm. little area. Yeah, that was tight. That's this person is weak as hell if that if that takes him out though like that's even what this person said right like on page 16 uh dote said like um no doubt he was up against some tough magic i mean the caster was such a wuss that it balanced out but still <laughs> dope man mm -hmm. yeah i feel like there's like god there's honestly not a lot to talk about mm -hmm. in this chapter because you're right i mean a lot of it was just this baby filler shit like Lance flexing his ability to still do it, and then we get this cool uh, dialogue from uh, who is this? The Fire Cane. This is the Fire Cane. Yeah, I forget their name, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're like, oh, rarely you'll find these those with talents that defy their age, and it's funny that he's a baby while he's yeah. saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't expect any less from Easton. Easton mm -hmm. is the school. The school, yes, yes. Yeah. And the the it's Lang. Uh, Orca and Adler. Adler, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're Adler. These guys or whatever. Lance yeah, and uh, and, then, and uh, Dot. I just feel like, man, what the fuck are we supposed to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's just mostly just humor. I mean, like, yep, that's pretty funny. Like, you throw a rattle, and and the babies go after the rattle. That was funny the first time. It was also funny the second time when Lance, when you 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 think Lance is like hard bodied enough that he's like, I'm not even a baby. I'm not gonna fall for that shit. And he's like, No, I actually I did fall for Need it. More self control. Yeah. Hell yeah. And even even the very ending, right with um with mash and and cell war it's literally like almost the exact same joke as as last chapter of like you forgot me for real <laughs> but i mean yeah. good to do a slightly different joke right of like seriously you you actually forgot me and it's like i'm He's so like, sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry mm -hmm. and then cell war just looks just flabbergasted yeah he's just like what the just disrespect the disrespect is high <laughs> man Okay, so I'm just I'm really hoping the next chapter we go back into like the serious shit. Like mm -hmm. I don't know if it, it just yeah, and it does feel really just kind of tossed in there, doesn't it? Like mm -hmm. why would this person not have been introduced sooner? 
as a as a serious person pulling up to the conflict like one of the six canes you know like, right right the fact that they just they just come out of nowhere like oh babies and then get fucking knocked out like in the same chapter it's like mm -hmm. a little off-putting yeah definitely o always always weird to have a quote-unquote major villain be introduced and dispatched and taken care of in in the very very same chapter always a little jarring yeah. for sure definitely like and it's it's possible that that maybe um maybe the writer just needed a week to think more right and kind of had this ability in the back pocket like ah i really kind of don't know exactly how i want to approach the next chapter i'm sure they already have like many 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 chapters kind of written in their mind you know what i mean um but maybe trying to just spend a little extra time perfecting the next couple chapters um yeah. And so, okay, let's let's throw in this baby magic and have a nice comedy chapter. Just give me some time, you know what I mean? Like a one week of quote unquote filler, because that's what it feels like, right? Like we're never apparently now never going to see this baby magic again. We're never going to see this dude again. I mean, maybe, right? Maybe the person will get rescued by Innocent Zero, and we'll see them later. But then the joke is going to be gone. You know what I mean? It's going to be a stale joke if if you return yeah. to it again. So it's yeah, hmm. we'll see. Seems like yeah, this person is a one and done, mm -hmm. which is is unfortunate. But at the same time, it's whatever because fuck this person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm really just trying to like I'm going back and forth over the chapter, trying to like figure out maybe something that hints at something later on, or I don't know. I just can't really find nothing to talk about. Right, right. You know, just a. Nice little comedy chapter. Nice little, nice little breathing week. Mm -hmm. Give us a little comedic relief and get us a little more hype and shit for. I think that's really what it is. It's like a hype tool, mm -hmm. you know, because you because everybody wants to see what's about to happen with Mash, what's about to happen with Wahlberg. Sure. And so it's like getting this chapter. You're kind of like, <laughs> come on, let's hurry up and get to fucking Mash. Come on, I'm ready. You know, are you are you saying I'm, it's I'm, like uh, you're watching uh, you're watching TV? I don't know American Idol. And it's like we're gonna re announce the winner right after this commercial break. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like we're gonna yeah, get to, we're gonna get to Mash break. versus Cell War, and we're gonna get to Wahlberg versus Innocent Zero right after this filler chapter. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like damn it. <laughs> oh, Komoto. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, too. Um, this 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 Cell War person had some type of healing ability where like. I don't know. I remember Mosh kicking them in the face and they weren't too affected by it. Yeah, I feel like this person, um, from my, mem my memory, like they have, it seems like they have multiple kinds of magic. Because remember they mm -hmm. were like floating, you know, yeah. they're like floating and then they have this kind yeah. of, um, their main magic seems to be this kind of black carbon fiber. Um, it's just like really hard rock or whatever. Um, and I feel like they might have also potentially had a couple other magics or like it was it was unclear how they were doing certain things because it didn't seem to match up with their their main magic and maybe one of those was healing i don't really fully remember um certainly mash obliterated this dude's face um or was it the damage reflection damage reflection maybe was that i i thought i remembered there being a damage reflection ability my this might have been his mm -hmm. and it kind of would be fitting with the the thorny crown or whatever but yeah now, now that you mentioned that i definitely remember having that conversation of of uh the crown and 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 damage and and or something along those lines for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. i guess we'll see going forward we'll we'll learn about it next chapter i mm -hmm. think that's really all i had for this chapter yeah that's all i had as well
as unfortunate as it is for the mm-hmm. Marshall fans out there, it's like, what are we supposed to talk about? I guess bring something up in the chapter in the yeah. comment section that we that we might have missed or if yeah. you found something more interesting in the chapter to expound upon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, please uh, do. I think with that we can go ahead and move right into uh, chapter two hundred ninety four of Black Clover mm-hmm. as promised. Yo. And uh, this, this, this just beginning sequence of this chapter, this first few pages, mm-hmm. first couple pages was really nice for me because yeah, I, feel I was looking forward to this moment. This Asta and Luck, like, yo, <laughs> you just fucking took Dante all like, yo, good mm-hmm. shit. Hell yeah, super gratifying because I've been a very big advocate of manga, Magna for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at least at least between our our conversations between us four i feel i feel i've been one of the most disappointed at the fact that he's been left to the wayside i've yep. always wanted magna to show back up like yes. where the fuck is magna mm-hmm. to see him really just come in clutch in a way like this man mm-hmm. it feels so good right no absolutely and i like that asta even said like uh captain yami and i work together and we only barely managed to beat this guy right so just Exactly as we were talking, you know, I think last week or whatever, right? That Magna is really did a fucking feat, you know what I mean? To to one v one Dante, very very impressive, and even Noct is impressed. Yeah, even Jack is like, yeah. I make it a point to fucking like bringing only commoners to my squad because I'm a I'm a commoner, Mm -hmm. and like when Yami brought this dude in, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, yo, damn it. I want him. Yeah. He's like, you showed me something real interesting. And I think I think part of um, what Jack is saying, because he's saying, yeah, like, I'm a co- commoner. I've actively added commoners to my brigade. And then he refers to um, Magna as a peasant, right? Yeah. Which I think peasant here, he's even saying it's even a level lower than commoner. It's even, even yeah. more poor, even has less rights and less power. And he was like... Sure, commoners, sure, maybe, but a peasant? Like, really a peasant? And it's like, yeah, yeah, this guy is hard-bodied. He's a hard-bodied peasant. Uh, for sure. And then just, like, I mean, it goes back into his dialogue later in the chapter when Dante's kind of, like, you know, jumping forward a bit, when Dante mm-hmm, kind of, mm-hmm. like, reactivates as they're leaving the room, and you're like, what the fuck? Um, like, is this really about to happen? Mm-hmm. But Jack comes back in, like, sit the fuck down, like, just Let the man have his the, W. The, the little insect won that one. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. I love that. I thought that was super badass of, of Jack. Like, I figured this guy would be coming back, but I'm going to put an end to you right here. <laughs> For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely love that panel because I'm like, it goes right from the page seven when Dante's like reactivating. You're like, oh, come on. Yep. Next page is. Just what I'd expect from an almighty dark triad member. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jack just knew. He was like, I've been knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Super good. Hell yeah. Got a little bit with like Morris. Guys, what are you saying? Little insect. I was just saying, I was just quoting Jack again. Just, oh, yeah. I don't hate stubborn guys, but the little insect won that. Mm-hmm. Don't go raining on his parade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Feels so good. Oh, so fucking good. But you're got some... to say something about uh, page five here with Morris. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just cool, cool to see Morris again or whatever, and and get get a little bit more of his character. Where on page five he's like, "Ooh, I'd I'd love to know what sort of spell they use to to take him out." Right, seemingly unfazed. Um, he doesn't seem to care all that much that they beat Dante. 
which yeah. hypes him up even more. And he seems a little bit like, um, like uh, Julius, right? Where um, the Wizard King, right? He's like so hyped about all these different types of magic, and even even Morris here is kind of like that, right? Like, oh, I wonder what kind of spell they use to beat Dante. I'm I'm very curious, yeah. or whatever. Pretty bad. It's interesting to see just like when Dante gets defeated. I was initially like, how did he know? I mean, I knew something must have happened to the circle, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't tell. But now looking at the illustration, I can see that this outer ring fades away yes and so obviously yes. each one of these rings is correlated to like one of the dark triad members for each one that gets taken down one will disappear yep yep i think i think you're totally right yep so on the top of top of five you can see it kind of like fizzling away or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no it's a good spot for sure it was when i first saw it i was like yeah what what am i looking at here like yeah it's a big circle or whatever but like i couldn't initially tell exactly what we were meant to to see like what what cued him in on the fact that dante lost but yeah it's mm-hmm. yeah, now looking at it it's even much easier to tell mm-hmm. then we get uh who was it that brought this the man uh, fucking oh knocked had the snacks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. knocked had the snacks okay mm-hmm. so yeah we just get this uh this little exposition like oh nice we beat him let's go get the rest of them yeah <laughs> that's all we gotta do mm-hmm. and uh the magical influence around the Dark Triad member, the other Dark Triad members, is too strong, so he can't take us there through shadows. Like, I'm curious, like, exactly what that means. Yeah, it I'm not 100% sure, yeah. The magical influence, like, that that has to do with the devils, I guess? Mm-hmm. Because his shadow thing, no, he has shadow magic himself, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I was thinking it might be because the shadow devil doesn't, like, want to fuck with, fuck them or with higher devils yeah right no i i think it's i guess how i took it is that and did he did he not have this problem with dante is is he because he says like the other dark triad members so is he not referring to dante like did asta and him teleport here over shadow or did they walk um and he's saying other because dante's out of the picture so now it's just only need to talk about the other dark triad members but i guess how i took it is their magic or maybe the devil's magic, or maybe in combination. It's just so big that it's, like, uh, influencing the area around them. And I can't, yep. you can't, like, fit your magic in there because it's, like, you know, like a barrier almost, right? Like, it's too thick. The, the mana's too thick to get into with the teleportation, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense, I think. Mm-hmm. Then we move into this bit uh, here with Charlotte and Vanica. Yeah. Again. The latter part of the chapter, I really like this. Um, Charlotte taking some some decent damage. Mm-hmm. But what really shook me was page 12. Yeah. When it's revealed that she is, like, possessed and is manipulating Lolo Pachica. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, oh, fuck. I literally paused for mm-hmm. this. A second while I was reading it, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it sucks. You know what I mean? Because fucking uh, the Charlotte and and uh, Rill, like they yep. can't even barely fight back. You know what I mean? Like you you don't want to hurt Lolo Pechka. Yeah. So it's such a bad position for them to be in. You know what I mean? And then uh, yeah, and just. Vanica is going crazy with this blood magic, like this panel on the top of Eleven, mm-hmm. when she's sending all these spikes out from every side of her arm, and they just like, right, 
Or like the uh, middle of uh, 1415 or whatever. All these like, do 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 all these blood, yep, blood spikes. Yeah, coming up out Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was like, initially I was like, oh shit, but then you look closer and it's like, ah, she didn't really get hit at all. You know, Mm -hmm. she, took, well, she took one through the arm, Mm -hmm. maybe another one like slightly into the other arm. It looks like this one didn't really go into her leg at all. Right. This one like misses her shoulder. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, she, she's all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, so yep. It's initially more shocking than it actually, like when you look at it closer than mm -hmm. it actually is. But Right. It's almost like more uh, caging her in than damaging oh, her. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. definitely does damage her, but... um. But not as much as it initially looks. So you're like, oh shit, is she like fucking skewered? You know what I mean? It's like, no, she's yeah. probably okay. Whatever. Initially, I thought the middle one like went right through her torso. I was like, eh. yeah, shit. But that yeah, would be I mean, cold. It, she kind of did just lock her down and and come in for the kill shot, right? You know, by herself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here comes uh, Gaja and uh, Noel. I was so happy to see Gaja, man. That's yeah. my guy. I mm -hmm. was like. Because, I mean, I can't remember. I feel like it was just a few chapters ago where we got the hint that he was coming. Like, we got him on a panel. And, mm -hmm. it, was, and it was like, you know, the vibe was obviously like, I'm coming. It's like, right. Shit. And uh, to see him there, ah, him and Lolo Pechka, so good. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like Noel, I was hyped to see that she looked like she came in straight for the kill. Yes. The fucking lance to the neck. Like, she's not playing around. Mm -hmm. yeah vanica did look a little surprised that. like oh shit like this almost took my oh, head off you know what i mean yeah hell yeah lolo Pichika looks just calm though looking at yeah Gaja, like possessed or whatever right yeah cursed i guess technically the glee on vanica's face though in the very last panel of the chapter is just yeah. like oh noel yeah thank you for coming <laughs> Yep, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of dialogue like that next chapter of her just like right. being like super stoked that Noel is here. Like, yo, I'm so ready to play with you. <laughs> you were like that one ACR chick that I cursed and killed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The devil's going to come out. I just... Isn't Lolo Pechka... Well, I don't know. I guess maybe Gaja is more powerful than her. It's hard to tell, though, because she's possessed now. Right. Doesn't have the spirit anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because uh, I don't remember. Did What was the spirit's name again? The water? Oh, man. Um, shoot. It like, too much. like yeah. wasn't she killed? I don't know if you can kill a spirit like that. You know what I mean? Like true, you can. True. You can maybe dispel it, but I think it would come back, like re. re oh, yeah, I mean, I guess I was under the assumption that like they were kind of in a reincarnation cycle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like, I mean, if you kill them, they kind of do come back as like the fresh spirit, choose somebody else, or maybe the same person. I don't know. Who knows? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it was just, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how Gaja, how Gaja plans to deal with this. If he's just gonna like try and restrain her, obviously you can't go too crazy because what you said, they don't want to hurt her. Right. But. It's fucking serious right now, man. Yeah, yeah. In terms Although, of the water spirit, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the water spirit, actually, because I really hope that Noel gets it, right? You know what I mean? Obviously. I think so, too. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was maybe maybe even within this fight. That I mean, as campy as it might be, mm -hmm. uh, that really might be, like, the impetus to victory here against Vanica is that, like, Noel gets blessed with the water spirit at some right. point during the fight, and, like, her magic becomes that much more OD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
which I feel like a lot of people would be triggered by, but I'm fine. Whatever. I mean, yeah, you almost got to expect it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm also very curious to to see where they're going to go. They have to go to Xenon, right? That would be better, like, thematically for, like, Noel and, like, you know, right? It would be it would be more poetic if Asta came in on Yuno's fight, you know? Oh, I see. Like, and by they, you mean Asta and, and Noct and, and yeah. everyone, like, where who are they going to turn up on first? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, this chapter makes it kind of seem like they're going to roll up on Noel or whatever, right? Because, like, maybe, they're showing yeah. Noel. But I, I do agree that it would make maybe more thematic sense if, if Asta helped you know. Hmm. And then maybe even if luck came in here to see some of the higher application, like lightning magic from that God just probably about to use, you know? Right. Right. So maybe they do split up and, uh, and kind of go different, different locations here. But then what happens with uh, Zora and Magna? Do they just bounce at this point? Like they right. got their W they're clean. They're out. But like, <laughs> like Magna got his W and yes, I think Zora, Magna's done, yeah. but Zora hasn't done anything. You know what I mean? Like no. he's just like it, it chilled there and advised or whatever almost, right? And I feel like he really has to flex his what he's learned in the last six months. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like he's definitely going to have a fight. And maybe that's yeah. and it, it doesn't seem like it would be against Vanica because Noel's got Vanica. So would it be against Xenon? But what about you know, right? So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Hard to say exactly who he would fight. Maybe like he's gonna come out like I already got traps all over this motherfucker. Like <laughs> and everything's gonna activate <laughs> that'd be nuts mm -hmm. yeah that is a good point though like where does zora where could zora fit into this whole equation as far as like getting a w somewhere right i don't know i don't know it's a good question uh, maybe oh no because i mean noct wants to take out more maybe he could take out morris sure but then morris like i mean as like the finishing blow but if it's like a finishing blow shouldn't that be like asta or something you know what i mean after he's like after 30 minutes have gone by and he can reuse his um his devil form or whatever devil union hmm yeah i don't know i really hope zora gets something you know what i mean because right now he's just kind of stood around and and talked a good game but you you know yeah. he did something in those six months just like magda did so i can't remember there's been so much going on in these last few chapters did the singular devil get dealt with like after he after they killed the two one of the two they merged where after that what happened the, like when there was two devils mm -hmm. one had fire one had ice powers and also oh. like killed one of them yeah yeah and the other one kind of took it in yeah and gained its power in a way mm -hmm. and so like i'm i can't remember exactly was that one dealt with as well yeah asta i think asta took care of that one yeah the same yeah 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 it's just so much has been going on mm -hmm. i couldn't remember if they like we're like, ah, 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 and like skirted off out of there. Like, I'll see you again in fucking 10 minutes or something. No, know. no, 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 no. No, I think Asta got, got them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, I mean, so, solid chapter. I mean, I, I, th I thought it was good. You know what I mean? Like, good, good, feel good stuff at the beginning. Good to see Morris again. Jack being a badass. Yeah. And yeah, getting, getting back to Noel and, uh, and Gaja and Vanica or whatever. I, I'm definitely definitely down to see this fight with Noel and Vanica for sure. I definitely am too. And like, mm -hmm. I'm obviously Charlotte and Real won't just like take a back seat. Right. Maybe they will, but I would like to hope. I I, I hope they won't. Because mm -hmm. I I really do like 
Charlotte's new uh, true briar magic with the blue and red roses. And I fucking have always been a huge fan of real mm -hmm. and his painting magic. Yeah. Since that very first panel, we were like, they told you he could replicate all the elements with his painting magic. I was right. like, yo, this dude is fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, uh, I think that's about all I had for this chapter. Yeah, likewise. Well, with that, we can go ahead and move right into The Lovely Lady Nagant, chapter 314 of My Hero. Mm -hmm. Great chapter. And I was like, at first off put, because was this, the, what was, I almost felt like this was the same chapter name as last chapter. Um, I think it was, it was similar. Yeah. Let me see here. But I can it, easily look this up quickly. So the chapter, last chapter was called, oh no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So like two chapters ago was Hired Gun. And then last chapter was High Speed Long Range Mobile Cannon. High Speed Long Range Mobile, yep. yep yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. And the lovely Lady Nagant. Mm -hmm. This one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we get this uh, this inner monologue from Deku like, my smokescreen won't spread very far in the rain. So she should be able to instantly react to my chat scattered decoys. So that was him banking on the fact that she would like instantly react to all the things he threw out mm -hmm. and he would be able to get up on her, which obviously succeeded. Right. And it was hyped to even see her note. Yeah. Um, that he's like much faster now mm -hmm. since he's using the other application of the ability that, uh, the Fajin. Yeah, Fajin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's why he's faster, for sure. Most definitely. And we um to skip ahead a little bit, I think you can see Deku use Fajin on page three. So on page two, super badass, right? Like Deku yeah. has Lady Nagant by the arm, and her gun is pointed like kind of forward away from Deku. Then she dispels the arm on page two. Then points her arm backwards and like, un you know re regrows the gun and pushes him away basically like slams him with the yeah. the rifle, um as it's like coming back out and then yeah. on three, she goes to shoot him and he uses Fajin to avoid the bullet. I think is what yeah. that that panel is saying. I think that's that's probably what happened. I I agree. Mm -hmm. I was wondering like I initially I thought it was just him like, well like like getting hit, Fajin but no, I, I think he used like Fajin to like do a burst of um whatever energy burst of spiritual energy chi or whatever and um and avoid the bullet he might have gotten hit a little bit but like avoiding most of it but damn this this chapter was intense with yeah. this whole backstory of like the uh, the safety commission and and all this stuff like this is exactly yeah, the kind of stuff i wanted to hear more about in, in terms of the yeah. world building I already know. Yeah, Kiko's probably going crazy. Yeah. This chapter. He's like, that's just what I needed. <laughs> now we're just missing the dudes in suits. So <laughs> we got dudes in suits. Dude has a suit. We've, got, we've gotten plenty of dudes in suits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um ladies, nobody's referring to government officials and shit that he wants to see like running the show. Um mm -hmm. but yeah, this whole dialogue, like this monologue dialogue just tirade from from lady nagant about mm -hmm. like her past and the real darkness of the world and like 
the shit that's hidden beneath the surface of the hero society that keep the cogs running. Yeah. Like this entire chapter was like so heavy and good for me. Like I'm, I was just like riveted by her dialogue through and through. Yes. hundred percent. Something that was especially like just hit me super hard was when she's like, it's on page eight and nine. Yep. Mm -hmm. System that needed both sides to maintain itself. So I obeyed. I complied. I did my duty. And then these kids run up to her like, oh, shake our hand. We're huge fans of you. And she goes to reach out and like just sees like the blood covered hand of her own and like pulls it back like, Jesus, right. I can't touch these kids with this hand. Right. Obviously this in her mind, is... but she she thinks she's tainted. You know what I mean? She thinks she's like yes. been doing bad things and kind of has in a way, you know? And, yeah. Been murdering people left and right. Mm hmm. Especially that dude on on seven on the bottom page seven, right where the the guy even says like we haven't even done anything yet. They just yeah. had intelligence that they were planning on doing something. It's like all right, get ahead of these people, just kill them. You know, what I mean, they're they're just bad people. Yeah. It's like yo, where's your trial? Where's your trial? Where's your evidence? Where's every you know all this stuff, right? You can't just kill all these people, you know? Yeah, which was like, I mean, that was the premise of a whole like comic book run in a, in a, between. Like that was the whole reason behind the Civil War, I think, in the in mm. the Marvel comics, where like I think uh, Captain Marvel and Iron Man were like saying we have the ability to determine whether or not these people are going to do bad things before they even do them, so we should just fucking get rid of them. And like shit. Captain and shit are like, "Yo, no, that's right. not right." Mm -hmm. And I think that was the whole premise behind like the Second Civil War, sure, in the Marvel comics, which mm -hmm. is really interesting to see. A dynamic like that here explored in this chapter mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're just really acting on it like yeah get them right take them mm -hmm. for sure and yeah her conversation on like 10 and 11 with this with the president of the uh the safety commission and i I wonder like on 11 right where he the dude is basically saying like i don't know i'm I'm sure you're quite aware that that this is not a job you can simply walk away from and he's like reaching into his jacket like what is he doing is he gonna pull a gun is he gonna use an ability or something and she immediately like just says like you're a strong one bam just takes him mm -hmm. out you know i think uh, now that you mentioned that i did i didn't even notice that he was like sh into his jacket like that i think mm -hmm. he probably was about to pull out a gun and like try and pop her or something or it's either that or she's been trained her whole life to preemptively attack criminals right he might have been reaching for a smoke he might have been reaching for a handkerchief, you know what I mean? But because she is the type of, you know, uh, killer, assassin, that attacks people about to do shit, then it backfired on him, and she assumed that he was going to be pulling out a gun and uh, just killed him, right? Where, like, and that's what he trained her to do, you know? You can almost see, like... I don't know. The illustration seems a little different in that in that bottom right panel on eleven, where mm -hmm. it just shows her eye. Like it almost seems like she's like taken, right. like rocked by the, what he said. Because I mean, I I'm, I I don't think you're reaching for a handkerchief if you say <laughs> that line of dialogue and then reaching into your jacket. Like right. I'm probably gonna just. Wow, like get your ass out of here, bitch. Right, right, definitely. What are you talking about. Mm -hmm. No, it, it is definitely very interesting. Um, line art on on that bottom right panel of of eleven. It when I was first looking at it, I was and I was looking a lot at these on on all the right panels on eleven, like the the top right, the middle right, and the bottom right. It kind of looks like it's 
digitally copy pasted, right? Like um, you draw Most. it, draw it in the top top left, and then just like um, copy paste it, zoom in, copy paste it, zoom in again. You know what I mean? Because it looks like uh, grainier and and, and, and yeah. thicker. But I can't. You're probably right about that. It's it's hard for me to tell if it actually is copy pasted because obviously the top right one is so zoomed out that you can't see all the detail of like the pupil say um, i think it is very like it's you, very similar you, yeah if you go to the bottom two you can tell a lot easier like if you zoom in as far as viz will let you on the mm -hmm. website you can tell that the pupil like there's that bottom part that kind of juts out and curves back in mm -hmm. i feel like you can see that on both of them so mm -hmm. i think you're right Mm -hmm. I think you're right. They did just kind of copy paste this and zoom it in a little further. Mm -hmm. But it gives it's a kind of cool effect. Pointing to me, yeah, because I thought the I took it as like, especially the way her pupil was drawn is her being like emotionally shaken by what he said. Like, mm -hmm. oh fuck, like he's about to kill me. Because <laughs> like obviously, that's the uh, that's the implication. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, this this panel of her like sitting alone in her apartment Ooh. just like on 10 broken you can see her just like broken by this yep. fucking this the weight of these deeds that she's done and it's like man mm -hmm. fuck you understand why she like you know through this whole chapter i feel like that's like the most profound part is like through her dialogue and shit you understand why she's doing what she's doing 100 percent, definitely i and jumping ahead though i will definitely say that um say for example i guess not jumping too far ahead on page 13 right she kind of um ends her tirade ends her monologue um mm -hmm. as she kind of has explained that yeah she killed the president of the safety commission and the whole hero society is this huge you know sham essentially at the very end, she says, like, well, at least a future ruled over by all for one will be a hell of a lot more transparent. And yes. yes, that is maybe true to a degree, transparently evil. But, like, what a jump, you know what I mean? Like, basically saying, like, hero society sucks. They're bad people. Therefore, I'm going to be even more bad. And I'm going to support someone who's even more, more bad, right? And that's where I like, jumping ahead a little bit, to Deku, right? Deku on page 15... 16 love it where he's like most things in this world are shades of gray a blend of yeah. fear and anger and that's exactly why i've got to extend a helping hand seeing the exact same situation where lady nagant has obviously over years of killing people right has like um lost her guiding light lost her impetus to do good she has given up on doing good because she thinks the whole society is just too far gone it's all fucked up yep. you know what i mean where deku's like no like if things are gray like that's exactly the time to step up and do good you know what i mean to shift it more out of, away from black into white into good you know what i mean like just yeah. i just beautiful I, I just thought deku really killed it in his response yeah. i think so too yeah that 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 one dialogue bubble too like really hit me hard like a blend of fear and anger mm -hmm. like that just was that rang so true like mm -hmm. most things in this world are gray yeah like a blend of people's fear and their anger at shit that you know injustice has done to them or like to their family or on a greater scale around the world and it's just like yeah it's wild mm -hmm. 100 percent. 
And then he thinks back to Shigaraki's dialogue. Um, I wish they would have quoted the full quote because mm. it just says swept their pain under the rug with maggots crawling out. Mm -hmm. And I remember that quote being a little longer and more profound, but it, it still carries the message. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In terms of uh, kind of more actiony stuff, 14, like using the, the black whip pinpoint focus or whatever, tight yep. as hell. Yeah, I like was surprised that he could throw it that far. Like he's yeah. really on some real Spider-Man shit. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh yeah, especially considering on the top of fifteen, it like actually like sticks to the building, right? Like he yeah. is using it like more, even even more like Spider-Man than ever. Very tight, very very tight. Most definitely. And then yeah, like obviously the the super classic um, villain thing to do, right? Like hero is uh the hero is expounding you know oh yeah it's we have to be good you know what i mean like when 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 situations are gray you got to be good right it's like all right how about this gray situation and one villain pointing her gun at another villain you know and what are you gonna do deku and i would i would like to think that hopefully obviously deku is going to try and save chisaki here right mm -hmm. um you would like to think I that for him taking the bullet for him no, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think he's gonna take the bullet for him. I think he's just gonna hopefully save him. But I hope that it like kind of makes Lady Nagant realize that like, okay, this kid is good. You know what I mean? Like pure good, not yeah. brainwashed good, but actually good because he's yeah. he's saving someone that society would consider bad. Society, um, the safety commission would have told her to kill Chisaki. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. um, he's making making bullets that take away quirks. You know what I mean? Like, we can't have that. We can't have that destroying society. So she would have would have been told to kill Chisaki, and he's going to save him. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll snap her out of it, but I don't know if it's actually going to snap her out of it, you know? That's hilarious to think about. Like, how far do you think Chisaki would have gotten in his plot if she was still in the safety commission? Like, she probably would have taken him out pretty quick. Easy. He used to just, he used to just walk down the street nonchalantly. Mm -hmm. Like, he'd have been like, what? Just gotten his <laughs> fucking dome blown off. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It would it would be no challenge for her to beat Chisaki. You know what I mean? Yeah. Considering she's like a sniper assassin type. She would just hit him from like three miles away and he would never know what the fuck hit him. Like most of these people in this chapter, like I mean this page. I mean this page page six for one or seven for one, like mm -hmm. when she's her feet are in the panel of all the dead bodies and oh and page seven, the top of page seven, something I want to talk about in a second. But on page eight, she wraps this shot through the window, both through both of these people's heads. Like, yeah, that is whap. cold. Yeah, terrifying. That's like insane sniper skill mm -hmm. and like utilization and mastery of her quirk. But I wanted you to take a look at this top panel of page seven. Yeah, where she's talking about uh, all these vigilante heroes. You mm -hmm. know, they ruled the world and whatever. Um, the very left front dude. Not the one with like the big pointy head, but the one on the very, very the left. To the left of him, yes. Looks like crust. That, crust. Doesn't right? that look like crust? It does look like crust. No. Was crust a vigilante killer? I want to know. Now I here's another one. No. Here's another one. The one directly up and to the right from her head. Is that Crimson? Is that Crimson Riot? Crimson Riot. Oh. It kind of looks like it, like the head or whatever, like the the pointy yeah. the pointy head or whatever. And that would be a huge thing for um 
Kirishima, right? If he yeah. found out that his idol was actually like a instead of a valiant hero, he was just like a vigilante, like anti-hero killer. Mm -hmm. And he seems the type, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a pretty badass dude or whatever. Um, And you know what? Now that I think about it, like the the dude in the kind of foreground, this kind of dude with the pointy head, is that 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 old dude? The old dude that quit? The samurai dude in the top 10 that quit? I was thinking the same thing when I saw that, but I don't remember his helmet being like that. So I kind of shied away from it. Right. But that could have been him when he was younger, you know, with maybe like a different design of the helmet or whatever. And like, as he got older, like not a vigilante anymore. I don't know. Like uh, that's obviously like, unconfirmed and, and maybe a bit more of a stretch because it de- definitely yeah. does look a little different but it kind of looks also similar in a, in a way but i feel like i mean uh, most of these dudes are silhouetted i feel mm-hmm. like there is some credence to maybe the ones that have some white shading incorporated you know being right. uh some we're supposed to recognize them maybe yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm like kind of racking my brain trying to figure out who this other dude is with the with the three ones on the left side of his head. Right. Yeah, hmm. it's a little hard for me to tell or, or remember. Yeah. Yeah, it looks hmm. like maybe he's got flames on his head or something. Who knows? Maybe that was like Endeavor's dad. Hmm. Sure. Could be. I don't know. I if anyone if anyone knows definitively who that dude is, let us know in the comments. I would I would love to uh I would love to get your insight on that for sure. Oh, and another thing I just noticed on the Crimson Riot when you pointed out is like you can see what looks like some of his collar, mm-hmm. which is like a known thing that he has. Okay, um, okay. I wanna see <laughs> I wanna go into that a little more. I wanna know more about who is the vigilantes. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, seeing seeing this panel, I was actually thinking like, um, I should probably go and read Vigilantes. You know, I've only read. Like, I was the first, literally like, just thinking yeah. that like the word is right there. I was like, yeah. some of this shit might be in Vigilantes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably what they're going to be telling us in the comments, right? Like, can read Vigilantes, you idiots. Why don't you read Vigilantes? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sure I will someday. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to think. I think that might have been all I had for this chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely fantastic chapter. The exact kind of chapter that I think a lot of us have been waiting for in terms of that world building. Because, yeah, like, to to level up the villains, you know what I mean? When when the villains, like, say, Shigaraki, are, are really, really criticizing society, uh, you really have to show a chapter like this, you know what I mean? To show that, that the, the quote-unquote good aspect of society, even that has shades of gray and even that is yeah. doing shady shit that is you know obviously bad or whatever so i i really really loved this chapter 100 percent. yeah i did too riveting dialogue fun action mm-hmm. just all around a great chapter i mm-hmm. agree all righty well with that i think we can go ahead and get right into the piece daily stall one piece chapter 1014 the ham the what do you ham. think this chapter title was in reference to i'm like, thinking uh conjuro like the ham an yeah. actor like an actor the and like ham. hamming that's it up they, and, and trying to be the center bad actors right yeah. right and like trying to like become the center of the center of attention or whatever when he's like some side character you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i guess like that's my only guess yeah i like this cover page though yo it's tight it's cool Law puzzling over a riddle in front of a painted tiger screen by Takashi. 
capture the tiger on the screen. Mm-hmm. He's like, how? <laughs> how? <laughs> Kiko um, would probably know some sort of lore about this. I, I, I don't really know if there's anything, like, special or lore about, like, this uh, screen or anything. I'm not sure either. Mm-hmm. Although, it does almost look like the the tiger is coming out of the photo if you look yeah yeah yeah, for sure mm -hmm. yeah you can see his you can see his like where his head was and mm -hmm. where his leg was silhouetted in the back yeah and you can see his like paw is like way out of the picture you know what i mean the, yeah. the left front paw yeah mm -hmm. interesting yeah very cool yeah just but... just even if there's no reference or any no lore or anything just a cool little piece of art for sure cool little, i mean yeah it's it's no lore it's just one of those stupid little like no to skywalker request ones like <laughs> oh draw okiji fucking fucking around with some birds or something like yeah that. <laughs> so, yeah Ooh. i this dialogue at the beginning of the chapter was mm -hmm. curious to me on page one when he says so you infuse yourself with the color of the supreme king but your use of it was crude and clumsy mm -hmm. gum gum what was it again but I, the fact that he is saying that is curious to me like it makes me think that luffy used a move on him that we haven't seen yet yes i totally agree right? i totally agree yeah mm -hmm. and it was like a specific move that maybe he developed in tandem with his conqueror's hockey infusion mm -hmm. so yeah or maybe he like just made it up on the fly or something like as he like kind of had the realization of using uh supreme hockey conqueror's hockey with his stuff or whatever, Rio and everything, and he just made up an attack on the spot, and may maybe that's yeah. like where he says like, "Oh, your use of it was crude and clumsy or whatever." Um, but yeah, very, very interesting. I totally agree with you though. It's definitely an attack that we did not see off screen, kind of thing. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't be Joy Boy either. It seems. Yo, Joy well, Boy, talk. I don't knows a lot more than he lets on mm -hmm. about history of the world i'm almost thinking he's read odin's journal right he i mean he must have he idolized him so much but i but wasn't it that um i feel like he couldn't have read odin's journal because um is it written lady, in the lady toki language? like threw it in the water or whatever and then and then oh, yamato yeah. got it and yamato's had it hidden this whole time yeah. i think right um but how else do you learn about joy boy so is is there like another way um the poneglyphs um are, are another way you could learn about joy boy but does kaido have it anyone on on his crew that can read poneglyphs you know i don't know yeah i don't think very that. mysterious obviously anything with joy boy is like hugely mysterious so yeah like why is kaido specifically like oh you couldn't be him either i wonder yeah it's just really curious i feel like god damn it oda <laughs> why why would you just throw this line in there just ah it's obvious to make us like Mm -hmm. lick our chops for the information but yeah man. chomping at the bit for sure and then he goes into this you know like oh let everybody know that i i won to fight mm -hmm. yeah like okay kaido yeah chill the fuck out like right i don't know it's, it's, i've seen a lot of bullshit on the internet like oh i even saw this meme that was like a peaky blinders meme with zoro and luffy's face edited over the characters and it was like oh zoro I might have found the man I can't defeat. And I'm like, yo, Luffy is going to win. Like, I just don't, I just, I just don't understand people, man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to dwell on this for too long, but I feel like people, man, 
they really want Luffy to just die in like one piece to be over. Like, <laughs> yeah, get, get, get over it. Luffy's going to win. Get over it. Um, and um, but this is um, this is a throwback to Alabasta. You know what I mean? Al- Luffy yep. lost like three times against Crocodile before he ended up winning. You know what I mean? So there's mm-hmm. tons of scenes back then also where. Oh, Luffy's dead. I've I've got my hook through your body. I'm gonna throw you in a pit of sand. You know what I mean, or all this stuff. Like I I I suck the juice out of you, and you're just a little scraggly, you know, suck dry paper, rubber bullet yeah. paper, like a, yeah, paper, crumpled up paper. And I'm just, I'm gonna throw you away. And like this happens to Luffy all the time. Like how can anyone really think Luffy's lost? And Kaido even mentioned uh, last chapter or the chapter before, like, damn, it sucks. I didn't cut your head off because. Now everyone's going to believe you're going to win anyway. You know what I mean? And of yeah. course, and, and that's like com- commenting also to us, the reader, right? But also all the people in, in Onigashima where no one really believes Luffy lost. You know what I mean? Right. So definitely, definitely agree with you. But it is interesting to me thinking about like how, how or who will kind of come through for Luffy in this moment where he's in the sea because obviously he can't I'm thinking Shirahoshi. Oh sends the sea kings up to him yo right <laughs> because also yo also and we got definitely got to talk more about uh what what momonosuke is saying here on page four but on page five he goes like ah what is that who is that you know and he's like oh. he's, he's like ah my head so he obviously is hearing the voice hearing of all things of and hearing something really 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 interesting unique uh jarring you know what i mean which could be Shirahoshi. it could be a fuck ton of sea kings it could be i don't know it could be blackbeard for all you know you know what i mean it's but i feel like it's someone out of the battlefield that is is coming and even says i think he says on page 10 uh he's saying to kinemon like kinemon we we have to tell everyone it's like what is coming what is coming my boy i don't know yeah that that was peculiar to me too like right after he read it too right after he read the journal and he was like yo I, it would seem that I truly must not die. Mm-hmm. That that to me too was like, yo, show me the goddamn book. Like, stop fucking around. Like, <laughs> what is it? What I what, what I got, it. or at least my my theory about what he read was about Joy Boy, because on page three, Kaido talking about Joy Boy, right? Yep. And talking about how oh. Seems you couldn't be Joy Boy either, as I throw you into the ocean to quote-unquote die, right? So, mm-hmm. kind of um, comparing Joy Boy with someone who dies. And then, next page, uh, Momonosuke reading the journal and saying, like, it would seem I truly must not die. Probably because Joy Boy also hears the voice of all things, right? So, mm-hmm. Momonosuke knows he has a special gift to hear things. He's reading in the journal, Joy Boy has a gift to hear things. And we know Luffy has also a gift to hear things. So mm-hmm. it it connects Joy Boy, Luffy, Momonosuke, the journal all together. If if that's literally what he's reading. And obviously Momonosuke, he's he's thinking like, maybe he doesn't know that Luffy has the voice of all things, right? So all he knows is that he has the voice of all things. And he's reading in there like, Joy Boy, who has the, the ability to hear the voice of all things, can't die because you know he needs to fulfill the prophecy and save all of humanity or whatever kind of thing so he's like damn like i can't i can't die you know what i mean but really luffy is is the guy but i mean who knows in terms of storytelling it could be momo but obviously i think it's luffy yeah i mean i would agree i think i've always thought luffy is like the reincarnation of joy boy right right it's just it's his personality mm-hmm. it's just cool as hell. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just loves everybody. Right. Shit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily loves everybody because he has gone on record saying like, I hate fucking weak people who won't even stand up for their own dream type shit. You know, mm-hmm. he, in the first chapter, first episode, whatever you want to call it, basically shat on Kobe. Yeah, he did. Like, he was like, you're a fucking pussy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I die chasing my dream. That's what I'm going to do. And like mm-hmm. the fact that you're sitting here resigned to this fate, like you're a fucking coward. And right. I hate people like you. Yep. So, yeah, it's not like Luffy loves everybody, but anybody, it's, I don't know. It seems false, that statement, because he just goes above and beyond for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, then we get some stuff with uh, Chopper and uh, Fighting Queen or whatever. And I love, yeah. I love this kind of flashback to Chopper working with Caesar Clown. I think that's super interesting because, yes. like, they definitely were together on punk hazard together on the boat obviously on on the scene is them on the boat or whatever and um and caesar's a scientist you know very cool that it's almost like Zeno and senku right where like maybe maybe Zeno's like you know i could help you out with your with your revival fluid or something you know what i mean like your your uh your science here and caesar clown here is like yo i'm gonna tell you some chemicals you had this chemical that chemical will improve your rumble balls very cool yeah that and like i kind of went on a brief tirade on the on the reaction stream about this like because because i was like this is why, as shitty as Caesar is, I've always advocated for him to become a member of the Straw Hat crew. Oh, like, get, no, no. Veto. This kind of shit is why. Like, yeah, it's, he can it, help immensely with his knowledge, both not only Chopper, but Frankie and Usopp. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's just got a wide range of chemistry knowledge and shit that Chopper and Frankie don't necessarily have. Like Frankie is kind of a scientist, mm-hmm. but he's more of a engineer. Engineer, a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Right. Chopper is strictly a doctor and and Usopp is strictly like a a sniper slash like maybe craftsman. Right. Right. But like Caesar's got implicit like scientific and like chemical knowledge of like all different types of obviously chemicals poisons mm-hmm. gases you know real science yep and so like his knowledge would be beneficial so i've always yep. kind of wrestled myself with that like man she caesar is shitty mm-hmm. but he would be a good addition to the crew and like sure. while he was while he was with them the dynamic was funny and shit so I, that made mm-hmm. me that kind of convinced me even more but now obviously he's in the wind doing whatever he's doing yeah so who knows if that will ever come to fruition probably mm-hmm. not yeah. Another interesting thing about this conversation between him and Chopper is like, um, this is on page six, right? Um, Chopper says, but if I'm in monster form any longer than that, dot, dot, dot. And Caesar replies, then what? Like, are you so precious about your looks? Which tells me that, is it that when Chopper is in his monster form, is he slowly becoming more monstrous in his base form? Like looking more monstrous or something? Or is he getting older? Like, is, is there some, like, huge detriment to the monster form that we don't even know yet? Like, the, the full yeah. detriment. That could be, that definitely could be true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Like, it, it, I, I liked, you know, when, when uh, they mentioned that Luffy using gear second, you know, even, like, shortens his lifespan, you know what I mean? Like, just the extra stress on his body. I think that shit is is so cool you know hard-bodied you know like to put your life on the line for your friends it's it's like exactly yeah. the kind of you know thing you'd have in one piece so it could be a thing with chopper too yeah and then we uh we move into this bit where we get this black coffee bean from from queen mm-hmm. which is it's whatever like mm-hmm. it's 
it's all right mm-hmm. it's fine we haven't really seen queen do too much like impressive stuff besides like his his chemist ability with making poisons and stuff and his like mm-hmm. bionic arm and cool shit like that but i right. feel like queen i know he hasn't done too much impressive yet mm-hmm. yeah i, but, I tend uh, to agree with that yeah on the same page where he's got the black coffee beam, we get this peril, peril sparrow about to shoot these arrows, which he doesn't, which was it's mm-hmm. kind of threw me like he's getting prepared to. But then we kind of just go into this. Uh, this transponder bit mm-hmm. of Kaido broadcasting this message all across the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously nobody, nobody believes it. Marco's like, oh, shit, Mugiwara. Yeah, I think the the person who. I felt the most was Jimbe. Mm. Cause just Jimbe like, is like in the middle of a heated fight and he has no words. He's just like, mm, just shocked. Like I need to get down there. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who needs to save him in this scenario. Oh, I'm a I didn't even think about that. Yes. He could save him. Yeah. But he needs to get down there like now. He needs to get down there like now, but he can swim also very, very fucking fast. So yeah. Yo, um, oh, I love that. I just felt that because, like, I mean, that's a that's a reason why I've always, you know, thought like they need a fisherman on the crew so that if mm-hmm. devil fruit users fall in, they can just get them yeah. real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that's part of the role Jimbe considers himself to have too. Yeah, because he's like a responsible father figure type, you know, person. He's like, I'm the person who can go in there and save these devil fruit users if they fall in. So that that just dot 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 exclamation exclamation from him was like really to me like fuck i gotta wrap this up quick and go save my guy mm-hmm. i love that and he's fighting uh he's fighting who's who yeah yeah, yeah. i want to see more of that fight oh 100 i'm mad that they show who's who in his regular form when like the last time we saw him he was like saber toothed up like chilling like ah mm-hmm. yo hmm I want to see a lot more of a lot of these confrontations. That's that's mm-hmm. it's one of the most disappointing things about like modern day One Piece. But mm-hmm. there's just so much going on and the pacing. Like it's it's we're at chapter 1014. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. to a degree you could say like, oh, there's just not enough time to like yeah. do all these fights as much as as cool as they would be. You know what I mean? And I totally agree with you. It would be tight to see all these fights. But and, and we'll see if we get them. I'm obviously like I back when when uh, Jack was fighting against um you know the the minx or whatever and and got yep. handed you know and like it was so short and we were had the conversation like oh that, that that means we're gonna get it again and i was like i don't know we could not you know but but now they probably will have the fight again him versus um you know arashi or whatever right or is it nekamamushi is gonna fight him one of those two is gonna fight him um yeah i mean i don't remember where either of them are, are at do we see either of them throughout this chapter uh, I, don't I don't think, think this chapter, but I think a couple chapters ago, one of them is going after Parosparo, and one of them is going after Jack. Um, oh, yeah. Nekomamushi's going after Parosparo. Gotcha, gotcha. As a Pedro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, okay, yep. yep, yep. Pedro was his man's, yeah. Yep, 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 and yep, Inurashi versus uh, Jack, yep. So yeah. I, I think probably we'll get at least like a chapter of each of these fights, but that's going to add up quick. You know what I mean? Like there's like mm-hmm. 20 fights going on. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we get the, I just, I love how it's, you see on all the straw hats faces like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Get the fuck out of here. You mm-hmm. bullshit. 
Mm-hmm. Our man's ain't lost. It was very good to to see all the straw hats like just not phase. You know what I mean? Like fuck, fuck you and your surrender, your your terms of surrender, or whatever. No, no way. We're like we're still fighting. You know what I mean? It's like that feels good. You love to see it. All although somebody that I did get a bit of a weird feeling from is Law. His mm. panel, no mm. dialogue, just looks like incredibly shook and worried like oh fuck our plan is falling to pieces yeah like, and he would be the one to worry yeah. really does but if he does surrender and just like all right <laughs> starts cutting kid up or something mm-hmm. that'd be pretty crummy <laughs> yeah i don't think law is that type of person a lot of people have have you know explored that possibility in the past like oh law is gonna betray luffy but mm-hmm. i don't think so Right. I think Law has been pulled into Luffy's pace at this point. I think yes. they're legitimate. They're legitimate buddies. It's like yeah. a and even before they've started, they started their alliance and stuff. I always kind of viewed the 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 monster trio of the of the worst generation dynamic as like Luffy is Roger, mm-hmm. where Law is Whitebeard. Mm-hmm. They have kind of a friendly rivalry, but also love each other like brothers. Sure. And then Kid is like the shiki of the group where he's just a <laughs> fucking wild man and just wants to sure. fucking fight everybody else all the time and do wild shit. Sure. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know. I've always seen that kind of reflected in them. Mm-hmm. But uh, my favorite part was was just, yeah, all the straw hats. Like, nah, just get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they lost. And then even Sanji and Zoro, like, fuck that. Screw that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. ain't true. Right. Zoro no, like waking up from his you know nap in his cast just to say that basically <laughs> yeah so good and yeah then we get this Conjuro stuff Ugh. yeah that's the last bit mm-hmm mm-hmm man and I, and I was wondering like what Conjuro was doing in this room oh just trying to find and those guys kind of put together that it's, that's under the room they're in and shit right yes so. yes so on yeah. the top of top of ten, he's under the room, and then when quote unquote Odin comes up um, on yeah. bottom of ten, that's him coming up those stairs or whatever. Yeah, and just uh, obviously really really shitty to see this used against them again, mm-hmm. and even more shitty to see that like I don't know like. It just shows how profound, like, the connection between Odin and them was that, like, even in a situation where she knows this isn't him. Yeah. She'll, she still falters. Yep. And, and gets fatally wounded here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you would think. She gets yep. stabbed right through her fucking torso. Yeah, I think she's um, done, unfortunately. It really sucks because yeah. I really like Kiku for sure. But I, I, think, I yeah. think she's done here. Yeah, she seems like the character who's, like, going to die throughout this. Like, she's lost an arm. She's been doing hard body shit. She got stabbed through her gut now. Like, mm-hmm. Kiku and this last panel where she falls and Kinemon catches her. Oh, yeah. That just really like drives the nail home. Like, yep. Kiku, no. Nah. <laughs> but at least, at least, Con- at least Kinemon got Conjuro. You know what I mean? Like a huge, yeah. huge, like Conjuro already said on page blah, 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 blah. 13 top of 13 he said the wound you already gave me will prove fatal like he's already dying he already knows mm-hmm. that that kiku did give him a fatal wound and he's like wheezing in, in that same panel so yep. you know that uh that kinemon just killed him here on on 14 
for yeah. sure. Oh. So and then here's the there's the ham part, right? Like, you know, uh yeah, if anyone would close the curtains on my act, it ought to be you on stage. We were always best of friends or whatever. Pretty pretty powerful scene generally. I mean, like Conjuro can go you know, fuck himself or whatever, but like, you know, yeah. Still still powerful. Still, yeah, like I mean, Kinemon really believed they were best friends. Like he had everybody fooled the whole time. Yep. So like the weight of this for Kinemon, mm -hmm. the weight of all this for all of them, really. Like, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this last panel, like I had no idea. I thought Kin I thought Conjuro blew himself up. Oh, on his bottom left panel of page fifteen, mm -hmm. like the double spread. Mm -hmm. And then I turned the page and like Kaido's there, obviously. But like, I definitely was like, what the fuck? Did he just blow himself up? How are Kinemon and them just standing there like nothing just happened? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, that's a good uh, point. Yeah. No, you're there. Just Kaido. Just Kaido. Came down in. Yeah. Oh, so it's so cool to see, you know, Kinemon like, yo, run. Just mm -hmm. get the fuck out of here. But like, man. Mm hmm. His shit got smushed like a fucking pancake. Like his torso got compressed like a fucking accordion. That is definitely a possibility. Like, oh man, and I, and I didn't even realize you can see the blades. The blades snapped. They broke. They broke. Yep. Oh man. Oh, dude. Oh shoot. And then Kinemon is out of there too. Like Kinemon just got put on a shirt. <laughs> like Kaido fucking. <sighs> I like brought it down on him with both fucking hands and King's hockey infused like yo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kinemon and the way that that Momonosuke screams mm -hmm. and just like that that kind of swan song moment. It all mm -hmm. felt like this kind of really did culminate to to Kinemon like this really might be him out of there. Yeah, with with the swords broken, I think uh I think there's a very distinct possibility that that he's like he just got killed right there like really obliterated as yeah. you say like squashed like a pancake or whatever if, if if the swords weren't broken you could maybe imagine that he's still blocking under the huge ball right but but damn if those swords are broken i mean like yeah maybe i guess he could still be blocking with like the the remaining bits of, of the blades for but it doesn't look very good for kinemon for sure oh fuck shoot and uh, Onigashima reaches the Moano mainland. So mm -hmm. they're about to touch down in the capital, or maybe not in the capital quite yet, but they're over the land now. Right, right. It'll still take them some time to, to reach the capital, but... Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, it's, it, makes, it makes it even more curious. Like, now, it's even harder for, like, a character like Jimbei or someone who's in the castle to go save Luffy. Yep. So, like, it almost... I, I think you might be onto something there with the Sea Kings. They're pretty good. They'd be pretty tight. Things or maybe just an outside force. I've also heard that like the heart pirates are gonna save him one more time. Oh, the submarine. submarine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's hard to say what's gonna happen. I mean, obviously, like he's not dead. He's not just gonna drown in the ocean. No. Yeah. But it's it's tough to speculate what might happen. Mm hmm. I'd like to see fucking. <laughs> You just see Rayleigh swim up with him like, ah, I would, let's go, people. I would lose like, my Luffy. shit if that happened. Let's go to Wano, Luffy. Let's fucking go. Like, if Rayleigh mm -hmm. came into this fight, that would be nuts. If he goes like, huh, it's been a while since I've been to Wano. Let's go see how it is, you know? Like, yeah, I'm let's back. go see what's popping. Yeah. Ooh, what, man. Uh, 
And it would be, you know, I don't know. I feel like there was too big a connection between Odin and all the Roger Pirates for like none of them to get involved here. Yeah. Oh. But at the same time, they are just an older generation kind of laying low. Mm-hmm. The Pirate King's crew, some of the greatest people out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's hard to say, but I, it, yeah, like my previous point stands, I guess, just there's a deep connection between Odin and them, you know, and right. knowing that he got killed by Kaido and his country is like under this kind of fucking thumb. Now it's like, how could you not get involved? Yeah. So, yeah. Shoot. Definitely. Definitely excited to see what happens in these next few chapters. And I want to see, especially what the fuck is good. Like if they move away from this Kinemon stuff, which they may be, mm-hmm. they maybe will. I just, I, I don't know. I, I would like to see, what the fuck is going on here right because i'm expecting to see his shit just like like his fucking shit just got crunched down into his fucking hips Ugh. that's sad mm-hmm. i really like kinemon that is really sad i've i like kinemon a lot too man and his some of he's got some really good moments mm-hmm. especially uh in zo just a moment that i can go back to all the time and like Mm-hmm. It hits me hard is when they're saying like, yo, we can't beat Kaido. Like we need help. Mm-hmm. We we let our Lord down and fucking, I can't remember the exact verbiage, but mm-hmm. he basically breaks down to Luffy and like really asks him for help. And like, mm-hmm. I just remember that, man. Yep. Such a good moment. Hell yeah. Mm. Great chapter. Most definitely. Shinobu's got to get the fuck up out of there as quick yeah. as he can. because. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kaido's on her heels. Like, he just yeah. dealt with Kinemon. <laughs> oh, I just can't believe he really put both hands on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why'd he do that? I feel like he didn't even do that for the Bagua. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, he really was like, wow! Like, why? Mm-hmm. Oh. Shoot. I guess it is what it is, man. Yeah. A lot of people are saying like, well, there's gotta be some deaths in Wano. So I would I would agree. I think there should be some deaths in Wano to like, you know, because yeah. if it's if it's a war, you know, people are gonna die, you know what I mean? Like people are gonna die, yeah. But uh Kinemon though? No Yeah, Kinemon, man. Fuck. And Kiku. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. And I just like, oh man, when Izo figures it out. Yeah. That's gonna be heartbreaking. Izo's about to go crazy. Mm-hmm. And when fucking oh, Suru, mm-hmm. Suru finds out Kinemon got crunched like a fucking <laughs> like a toothpaste tube. Uh. <laughs> she's about to be so fucking devastated. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's about all I had for this chapter. Yes, likewise. I'm just rambling on at this point. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then, that will do it. For this episode of the Project Manga Podcast, thank you all so much for watching. If you did, be sure to slap a like on this video if you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the channel while you're down there to keep getting fresh, hot content week to week. We hear. Also, comment on the comment section down below. Let us know any thoughts you had or or stuff we might have missed or or whatever. Um, The hero panel. Let us know Mm -hmm. if you recognize any of those heroes for sure. Also, as always, go ahead and take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to all of our individual social media accounts like Twitter, online communities such as Discord, 
links to listen to the podcast wherever you would normally listen to your podcast at and also ways to support the show such as checking out our online shop or our patreon and with that all said this will be another incredible episode of the project manga podcast wrapping up i'm your host eagle and i'm nickums sarabada Thank you.